Okay, hot take alert. Both Brian and I think April Fool's Day on the internet is terrible. Yeah, and I have to say that I don't like it very much off the internet either. Most April Fool's jokes seem either mean or just not that funny. Right, and of course, in recent years, we've all been treated to the sublimely boring trend of brands rolling out ads in the guise of pranks on April 1st. As someone who's not super into the idea that corporations are people in the first place, the idea that brands are funny people, yeah, that just doesn't work for me. Right, and and yet, and yet, this year, someone actually pulled it off. And it's the most unlikely of someone's, it's Hamburger Helper. Or rather, the musicians they hired to help them pull it off. Last Friday, April Fool's Day, the 45-year-old General Mills brand dropped a five-track mixtape that the internet went crazy for. Because the mixtape is actually amazing. So, obviously, we wanted to find out everything we could. I never thought I'd be rapping for Hamburger Helper. Hey, I'm Brian Barone. And I'm John Lago Marcino. You're listening to Tuner. Today we're talking about Watch the Stove, the new mixtape from Hamburger Helper's anthropomorphized glove mascot, Lefty. That title is a play on Jay-Z and Kanye West's 2011 album, Watch the Throne. And while it's still too soon to say for sure, early responses from listeners suggest that Watch the Stove could be headed for classic status in its own right. See, I'm a fool for the food. If you take it, I don't know what I do. Flow sick just like the food, like bad coffee and hot shoes. I mean, I'm thinking about the hand, the meat sizzling in the pan. I know when I'm in the gym, I know that burger gonna go ham. I know I'm about Here's just some of the reaction on Twitter, which we've called at random. At Riley Loser writes, for example, hashtag watch the stove is straight fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji, and then 24 more fire emojis. At Ultimate LaCroix says, hashtag watch the stove might be the best mixtape of 2016. Seriously, it's triple fire emoji. And BuzzFeed's Tracy Clayton asked casually, hi, at Beyonce, can you make a song with at helper? (laughs) Which is just the best idea, and I really hope it happens. So yeah, it seems like this record is a bit of a success. And by that we mean, forget the marketing aspect, people seem to really love the music. The five-track mixtape, like Hamburger Helper itself, is a product of Minnesota, where the company called on a roster of local musicians and college students to produce the project. So how do you go about making an internet hip-hop April Fool's sensation? We made a couple of phone calls. I'm Ilwin. I'm from Dayton, Ohio. I like chicken and I enjoy Beyonce. My name is Tyler Henry. My artist name is Theory. I'm from Indiana and I moved out to Minnesota to go to McNally Smith College of Music in St. Paul. Turns out three of the five tracks on Watch the Stove come from students at McNally Smith's Hip Hop Studies program. There aren't that many hip-hop programs uh, in the country, right? Uh, No, McNally is the only one that is fully accredited. Um, I knew I wanted to go to college, and I'm like, I couldn't imagine myself doing anything other than music. I was thinking, how can I do what I love and like go to school and make my mom proud and make her happy because she really wanted me and my sister to go to school. 
So I found McNally online, and I'm like, oh, my God, I want to be there. Like, he's talking about rapping and stuff. Like, this is what I really want to do. So I remember, like, I made an audition tape, and I sent it in, and then I got accepted. And I remember, like, screaming and, like, I remember getting on my knees praying <laughs> that I got accepted to the school. I wanted it that bad. The Twin Cities are home to a thriving music scene. In terms of hip-hop alone, Minneapolis-St. Paul boasts the indie collective Doomtree and the label Rhymesayers. And there seems to be all kinds of other music happening there, too, like Patrick Flanagan's cyborg percussion ensemble Jazari. Seriously, look that one up sometime. So it makes sense that General Mills would find fresh talent in its hometown. The backstory here is that General Mills has carved a niche talking hip-hop with followers of Hamburger Helper's social media accounts. They told us it all started when their social media guy put out a parody of like the Drake album cover and made it look like Hamburger Helper had a mixtape. And they said they got a really great response on that. So like they wanted to make an actual mixtape. To pull that off, the company turned to local music luminaries like Taylor Madrigal and McNally professor of music business, Craig Rice. That's how McNally students got involved. Craig Rice was working with General Mills and like kind of like a consultant. And at first, what they told us was they were just going to open it up to the public. And Craig was like, you don't want to do that or you're going to get like thousands of tracks that you probably don't want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so he he had the idea to uh, take it to Toki. He's talking about Toki Wright, head of the McNally Hip Hop program. Back in September, Wright presented General Mills' offer to his students as well the most fun homework assignment ever. One of the students, who goes by the name Dandy, struck on a song idea right away. It was, it was like my first, <clears throat> it was my first attempt at it, and I turned it in, and they ended up liking it, so we just went with that. These were the beginnings of the track that came out on the mixtape as In Love With A Glove, a slow-burning, auto-tune-soaked ballad of lust and hunger, which involves the amazing line, I don't want no beef unless it's about this cheese. I had like a, I had an older song on my laptop that was, it was like in love with like this other thing. And I just, I just like, uh, like flipped the song and made it in love with the glove. I'm from, I'm from like the South. So I say it, I'm definitely influenced by like Atlanta rap and stuff like Gucci Man and like Young Thug and all that stuff. I've been listening to all that type of stuff growing up since like, you know, elementary school. So I'd say, I'd say it's like, I don't know, down south, like trap, I guess. While the guys worked to hone their tracks, they kept in touch with the General Mills marketing team about the direction of the project. I, they, they were younger, so it was cool because they were more into hip hop. Like I thought we would be going into like this meeting, it'd be a bunch of like old guys in suits with like cigars. We went to General Mills. And they did a whole fly show for us. And, like, within the um, fly show, they said they were looking for something hip and young and something for the younger people. And I had made this song for, like, maybe younger people and maybe older people, like, just to have fun and laugh. So instantly I regretted everything, like, sitting in there. I'm like, why am I about to play them this song? I feel like I was not prepared. This is not what I was, like, questioning everything. But it turned out that General Mills loved what Owen and Theory had put together. It's the song on the mixtape called Crazy, a party track about a guy so passionate for Hamburger Helper that he likes to, quote, Netflix and chill with the meal. 
And the song's hook warns us that we definitely shouldn't get between this guy and his foodstuffs. Some call me crazy. That might be true. Cause if you take my hamburger, hell, but I don't know what I might do. Some call me crazy. Apparently, the inspiration for this track came from Ilwin watching a documentary about Little Richard, and there's no mistaking that influence in the song. To make crazy, they fused the spirit of Little Richard's unbridled enthusiasm with a beat Ilwin already had laying around. I had a beat that I had made for my best friend, shout out to Jason. (laughs) And he didn't rap over the beat, but he wanted to rap over it, he just didn't get to it like quick enough. So I'm like, yo, you know what, I'm about to just, I'm about to take that beat I already got that I made that I like, and I'm gonna figure something out. And I have to admit, I've been completely obsessed with this song all weekend. I think because of its bass line, which is loose and fun and funky in a really special way. I'm pretty sure there's something very hip going on there with polyrhythmic subdivisions of the beat, but it doesn't really matter. The song's enough fun already without overthinking it. When Watch the Stove dropped on Friday, the response was quick and big. What groups of people are getting into this thing? It almost kind of seems like everyone between like 16 and like 30 on Twitter. I'm grateful and I, I thank God for this opportunity and thank Toki and Craig and General Mills for picking my songs. And I'm, it's just been a good experience and it's, it's, it's made me really happy. I had no eyes on me before and now I have a lot of eyes on me. And what you do with after the eyes are on you is up to you. So that's how I'm looking at it. So what exactly happened here? In the simplest terms, a massive company commissioned some music from local artists about one of their products, and the results went viral on the internet. In an age where we're asked to treat brands like people and people like brands, it'd be easy to think cynically about Watch the Stove. To say it's nothing but a clever advertisement, guerrilla marketing, sponsored content. And yeah, maybe there is something a little cynical in a brand attempting to seem more human through self-deprecating April Fool's humor, or in its ploy to court a younger and more diverse generation of consumers by embracing hip-hop culture. But coming to only that conclusion is, in a way, to miss Ilwin and Theory and Dandy's side of the story. Yeah, because when you see it from their point of view, you realize that while what they're saying with their words on these tracks might just be jokes about Hamburger Helper, what they're saying with their music is actually about them. Their literal voices might be rapping about clubbing with a beefy mascot, but in the metaphorical sense of the word, the voices conveyed by these songs say so much more. Crazy and in love with the glove, despite the thick layers of irony caked onto their production and the way we might listen to them, they're real vehicles of their creators' talents, styles, and personalities. I have to think that's a big part of the overwhelmingly fond reception that's greeted Watch the Stove. It only makes sense that the reason this all blew up into one of those rare communal internet moments where people genuinely connect is that these artists took the work of being funny really seriously. And all that's a credit not only to them, but also to their teachers, Craig Rice and Toki Wright. They somehow seem to know that all this was going to work. What we're trying to say is the two of us, guys who love to be grumpy about April Fools, played this mixtape all weekend long. Even though they were working for a brand, Ilwin, Dandy, and Theory avoided the trap of becoming mere brands themselves. They gave us the real thing. I think the reason why it's of quality is because I'm of quality as an artist. Like, I'm 
a dope rapper. Thanks for listening. Tuner is Brian Barone and me, John Lago Marcino. Huge thanks to Ilwin, Theory, and Dandy for speaking with us. Be sure to watch out for what these guys are doing next. You'll find Ilwin on Twitter at underscore Ilwin and at soundcloud.com slash Ilwin dash one. Theory is at Theory Music 260 on Twitter and at soundcloud.com slash Theory Music 260. And Dandy is at its Dandy, D-A-N-D-Y. He's also at soundcloud.com slash it's dandy. If you like our show, you can visit us at our website, tuner.show, and follow us on Twitter at tunershow. As always, we'd really appreciate it if you left a rating or a review on iTunes. It goes a long way. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back in a few weeks with another episode. <laughs>